Button, button, button. Button, button, push my button. That sounds like a Lady Gaga song. Probably is. Probably is. I want royalties for that shit if she uses it, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Fuck yeah. I want the Lady Gaga royalties. Oh, man. I bet you she wouldn't even miss it. No. And I'll bet you if she did find out, they'd be like, man. It's like Jeff Bezos casually just spent $10 million on a house next door to his house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, world hunger is still a thing, so we know that Jeff Bezos isn't all that good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Hey, listening to Commander Kuko Podcast, episode 195. I'm Brandon. I'm here with Ryan and we're going to continue the arc of the good vibes by talking about another goddamn Grixis deck. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We got a whole bunch of exciting announcements. We're gonna do another effing Grixis deck helmed <laughs> by one of your favorite commanders oh, of all time. So good. That you will not ever stop talking about ever. I bet you a lot of people guessed Pramicon on the pre-show hints. They probably. I did, bet you yeah. they did. But I'll bet you as many people guessed right, and we'll get to that in a second. But before we have to thank our official sponsor. FusionGamingOnline.com. They're your source for all your gaming needs. Record scratch. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So you heard it here. I guess that's cats out of the bag. First big announcement. First big announcement of the day. FusionGamingOnline.com. We've decided to move forward with a partnership with Fusion. I've worked with them a ton in the past on Commander Ad Populum. Great people to work with. Great store to shop at. Which is weird because they're in Winnipeg. I know. <sighs> we'll get to that a little bit more. <laughs> you scratched your shirt just there. I scratched my chin on the micro microphone. You might have heard that on the intro. <laughs> Point is... You can see it now because Hello. another thing that we've moved forward to is videoizing. Yes. Videoizing the cast. And I keep looking at the camera a little bit as if we're doing the pre-show, but it's the regular show now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely from here on out going to ignore you. Good. Yeah. I might look up at the camera because I can see it and it's distracting like a TV. Oh, yeah. A little you know bit. what I mean? And then, and it's kind of in there when I look at you, so... That's fine. It's it's in my, my perifs. That's fine. And you know what is funny is I don't know when this is going to go up. We don't have a schedule with our editor quite yet on how quickly these are going to come up. So we're going to have to work that out. So point is pre-deck pre tech banter on the show is going to be Ryan and Brando. You're going to see our ugly mugs. <laughs> on... Whether you want to or not. No, I guess you can't say whether they want to or not because you can just listen to the show. In podcast form. Yeah. And not have to look at us at all. It would still behoove you to go to youtube.com slash C slash Commander Cookout Podcast. I think that's the URL. I, I just oh. copy and paste. No, on the show, the people listening to it, are they going to be able to see me shrug or hear me shrug? Is there a shrug sound effect? Do I have to put in shrug sound effects? I don't want to put in shrug sound effects, Ryan. Well, we do have an editor now. Well, yeah, but I still do the show <laughs> and put in all the things. The <laughs> God damn yeah, it! That's right. They're gonna they're gonna see how often I clear my throat when I talk that you edit out. <laughs> they're gonna see how hard I laugh just at the most random shit, the most ridiculous things. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff. So we're excited to share that with you guys. It lets you all in a little bit more. Here, I can move over a little bit. The microphone boom arm. I'm trying to keep it so it's so you can see my ugly face. Yeah, well, we could, we could. Welcome to Commander Cookout Podcast. 
All right, we're mugging for the camera. We can't be doing that. We should talk about magic stuff. Or, or, or we should talk about movie stuff because oh. I'm really excited for this. I'm well, so excited for this. The, yeah. We, okay. Let's let's go back and forth a little bit because the cinema cookout podcast version or or, or se- segment is actually pretty popular. I think. <laughs> so last week was a killer bong. Yeah. What is it this week? It's probably like a. No, it was a, it was evil bong. Evil bong. And this week somebody sent in that I should watch Killer Eye. Oh, Killer Eyeball. No, Killer Eye. And I'm thinking, ooh, it's like a spy movie. This is gonna be so sweet. But no, it's a literal. Killer eye from the eighth dimension. A killer eye? Like a like it's a giant eyeball. Oh, like like evil eye of Urborg? Yes. Evil eye of Orms by Gore. It from... actually looks like both of the it actually looks like the, the one from Urborg. Oh, it's just a and floating it, eyeball. Like, it's not, it, oh no. No, 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 Ryan. <laughs> it's not floating. It doesn't float. How does it get around? It has tentacles. Oh no. Oh yes. Because this movie was on for an hour and not only, not only. Did the eyeball not kill a single human being? It had sex with at least four. With its tentacles. There were four. Four. Ryan, four extended sex scenes with a giant styrofoam eyeball. Was it making that squeaky noise? Like, you know when you have like a styrofoam oh. cup and you like turn it in your hand Oh, there bit? was there was sound effects. There And... The thing is, there was a sex scene with people, too, and these two guys and this girl were having a three-way, but they were all wearing their underwear, because obviously that's how you have sex in the movies. Yeah. But you know what? The, you could see fucking boobs and, like, vaginas and stuff when the eyeball was having sex with them. But not when when real parts were smashing? That's right. Uh, well, they that's, do that for, for ratings and stuff, so they don't have so, to be sold in that different section of the movie store. There Remember was going to, so much hey, this is my cinema contribution to the show. <laughs> you remember going to the back of the movie store in that special room when oh, you yeah, were a the, kid? Oh, yeah, with the beaded with curtains. The curtains? Yeah, 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 man. Oh, man, that was great. Shout out to all the old guys like yeah. us that used to go and rent video cassette tapes, <laughs> yeah. VHS tapes, right? Do you remember the deals they had, too? Seven for seven for seven. Seven movies, seven nights, seven dollars. Yeah. And you go to Blockbuster, whatever they have in the States, the land of the free, they probably have Free Buster. And you go there and they're like, your new release section. Every fucking one of the hundred VHS tapes gone. Gone. Oh, <laughs> how am I gonna watch Nicolas Cage wear fucking what's his name's face? John John Travolta. Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get him to do that. Oh uh, man, that's so, fucking great. So keep your bad movie suggestions coming in. As much as that one, they you got me on that one. But that's keep them, keep them coming in, and I like to watch them before the show to put me in a good mood or a a bad good mood. And this one certainly did that. I give it four and a half big Ursas out of a possible five big Ursas. Ooh, I thought you were going to say out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. This was the perfect Saturday morning movie. Oh, good. Because it was, in spite of the fact, Saturday it was basically morning. a weird Brando eyeball rolls point. out of bed. It's like seven in the morning. He's waiting for you to come pick him up, and he just, like, turns on some eyeball just railing a chick with a tentacle hey speaking of tentacles <laughs> y- you know you remember how i said to everybody during theros i don't want to paint tentacle things on cards right yeah well i just picked up a deck project when i alter cards how i make it the most efficient affordable for, for people and so i can have the most continuous work for myself i'll pick up a deck project well i have a new animar deck project that i'm that i'm doing the first like 15 or 20 cards in 
It's an Eldrazi Animar deck, so not like a scumbag one like mine. Right. Tasteful Tentacles. <laughs> That's what we're calling it, Project Tasteful Tentacle. None of that, uh, you know, spready, mm. in-one-out-the-mouth type tentacles. So no killer eyeball stuff? Uh, probably not. I could maybe find somewhere to put some eyeballs in there, but mostly it's like when it's like when you get uh, boudoir fo- photography done or tasteful nudes. I'm going to sure. have tasteful tentacles. I thought you'd appreciate it. I do. Kyla would appreciate it. Yeah, she'd be like... She likes boudoir, doesn't g- she? I think so. I don't know. I think so. I like it. I should know that, but I don't. Yeah. I'm a bad person. I've never seen Kyla's boudoir photos, just so we're on the up and up. Have I? Yes, I have. (laughs) I was like, has she ever taken them? (laughs) Yes, and I've seen them. So, yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, good stuff. You know, I I should mention, King of the Segway, Project Tasteful Tentacle. It's a patron, Patreon supporter getting me to do some alters. And we have some new patrons to shout out. Ooh. To say thank you to, and of course to say... F you. Absolutely. So should we should we do them now? I yeah, I guess. Sure. Hold on, I gotta readjust my You know what? We're doing a we're doing a deck on uh tapped out again. And I forgot how much fun it was to drag and drop all the cards <laughs> around. I do appreciate that you moved those first four because I was gonna clump them anyways and yeah. I had my list up so I could do it. But yes. if you have the pictures up to do it, you're yeah, see, we're on the same page. Oh yeah, I know what's up. We're We've, on the same web page and everything. Yeah, the same web page, the same page page, the yeah, same we're, we're we're like of one mind. That's it's, it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Speaking of one mind, we are of one community. Patreon.com slash CCO podcast community. If you want a nickname, if you want the Discord's channel access, I was going to say the site, whatever, doesn't matter. First shout out of the day. And this is a, a French name? Uh-oh. So where's Jesse when you need him? I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, me too. Big shout out and thank you to Chris Bouvier. Bouvier? Chris Bouver- Bouvier? Bouvier, probably. Or Bouvier. Unless it's like Beauvoir. So we could call him like Chris Boustier? Chris or Chris Booby Hay, Booby Hay. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Booby Hay, Chris Booby Hay, most yeah. mature nickname we've ever come up with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next shout out, thank you, and f you, Frederick Weaver, Fried Dick Weaver, Fried Dick Weaver. I was gonna call him a Zeeb, like a Weeb, like a Zeeb. You ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Of course. Is that a is that a land of the free thing or is that just a Canadian thing? I don't know. It I was think on they, YTV. They got YTV in the states, right? Like they have I, to. No, that was a Canadian thing. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Didn't Nickelodeon buy it? Didn't they buy Nickelodeon? How does that work? Nickelodeon bought them, I think. Oh. And then, yeah, because it was an American company buying a Canadian one. But I think that. It, are oh, you hey, it, of does the that happen like ever? American company buying Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I think that can. I think that. They had. Are you afraid of the dark? Down. So get get at us in the comments or CCO podcast CCO Brando on Twitter. Yeah, I suppose. Hey, we we made the fusion announcement. And we we just jumped into whatever the hell we wanted to talk about instead of telling all the new listeners where to go to find us. Commandercookout.com. I like that. He could do compression in his voice without even editing it. <laughs> Final shout out. Final Uh-oh. shout out. And this is the funny one. Okay. Michael Mukaka. That. <laughs> Sorry. That is just the dirtiest sounding nickname. You had to have read that in the email. But you've never said it out loud, have you? I've never said it out loud. 
Oh, we're, so what do we do? Is it just Kaka? Do we say Michael Bukaki? I was going to say. Is that what we do? Is that it? Because I think that. You know what? This is the option. This is where we're, this is the audible. We're at the line. We see the defense changes positions. We're audibling. Michael Bukaki, Bukaka, Mukaka, something about mucus, something about mucus kaka. You decide. You oh, decide, Michael. And if you don't know what mucus caca is... Do not Google it. It's. I'm just going to tell you what it is. So you can Google it after I tell you. That's when you sneeze so hard you shit yourself. <laughs> not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that's happened to everybody at least once, even if you're a baby when it happened. Yeah, well, 100%. If you count when you're a baby, I was thinking more like once you're of an age where you can get your own glass out of the cupboard... And you sneeze? And you sneeze and shit yourself? Like, that probably also will happen to everybody. So everybody has something to look forward to. Yeah. You know what what I find, too, is, like, the stuff that happens to you when you're a baby, the older you get, the the more common that sort of stuff starts to be again as you age. We all got something to look forward to. You know, Uh, somebody wiping our noses, wiping our butts, and... You know, maybe cooking us supper. <laughs> <laughs> I like that last one. Actually, I already have that last one. Kyla's a really good cook. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. So we did the patrons. Big thank you. Big F you. We appreciate the support very much. If you'd like your own nickname, I don't know why anybody would. Yeah, I don't know why anybody wants those. You can head over to the Patreon page, patreon.com slash podcast. Great benefits there. Oh, I have a couple things to show off on our YouTube stuff that we're filming today. we got a YouTube filming day. Always exciting. Yes, I'm always pumped for those. Always. That means we're going to open some cards. We're going to have some beers. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, we've got some. I got a hair. Oh, it's attached. Um, we've got some giveaway stuff that we're going to talk about. We've got some sign-up gifts that I'm going to show off in, in person because you got to be able to see them. Have I seen them yet? You've seen some of the new ones that are coming, but you haven't seen some of the ones that I have that were sent already. Okay. So they're pretty cool. They're fun. Uh, should we do a deck? Is there anything else we got to talk about? Who won last week's giveaway? Oh, yeah, the giveaway from last week. We didn't announce it on the pre-show. We were talking about lots of stuff in the pre-show. Oh, if you didn't so watch the pre-show. Stupid. Yeah. So couple couple booster packs. Ikoria or Corset 21, whatever we have. Ooh, one of each. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there it is. YouTube comment guest. Look at that hair. Guess the right hint last week. Who was it again? I don't know. No, no was... the commander. Who cares? Doesn't matter. YouTube comment, Richard McNutts. Hell yeah. yeah I like so that a lot. Richard, get at us. Commandercookout at gmail.com or at CCO Podcast, and we will shoot you off a couple packs. Whatever whatever we have in, I'm going to call it the, the pack trunk. Who did Pack trunk. God yeah, don't damn. Google that at all, ever. <laughs> who who the hell did we do last week? Oh, fuck. I remember it was a hidden Zada list. Ooh, ooh, that flying snake dude. Oh, Zyrus. That's Zyrus. Right. Oh, we go. That's oh. right. That's Whew. right. <laughs> this week, though, another Lord of Tressorhorn deck. Oh. So give him a read. Cats out of the bag. We didn't mention it thus far, unless you saw the thumbnail on YouTube, which you should be subscribed to us. Lord of Tressorhorn is a... Summon legend. <laughs> it turns out he's actually a zombie and didn't get errated to noble, even though he's a lord. Should have been lord. Should have been errated to noble tribal member. Oh yeah, that's what this. Yeah. yeah Anyways, right. Lord of Tressorhorn is a ten-four legend for Grixis and one. 
When a Lord of Tresser Horn comes into play, you pay two life and sacrifice two creatures and target opponent draws two cards. Effects that prevent or redirect. This damage can't prevent it. And it regenerates for a black. Important things. You can give cards away to opponents so they don't attack you. Very important. You can sacrifice creatures that you want actually dead. Very important. Mm -hmm. He regenerates. Oh, that's probably the second most important because the first most important thing is he has 10 whole powers. That's pretty good, man. That's lots of powers to hit three, people with. Three pump chump. You only got to give him plus one. He's a two pump chump. You only got to give him infect. He's a one pump chump. Yeah. We'll see if we have any of those tricks up our sleeve. But before we do, uh -oh. we have one more announcement. Oh, shit. That we waited 15 minutes into the show to tell anybody. <laughs> Well, they're still listening because the show is fun, and we appreciate you for being here. And now we'll do the announcement. Very much so, yeah. We are moving forward with a, a sponsorship opportunity with FusionGamingOnline.com. We're super happy because they have awarded us our own promo code and discount code. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So right now, we're going to change it monthly. It's going to cycle with some CCO-specific deals that they've told us about that they want to run with us. So you listen to the show, you get special deals. Ooh. That's actually exciting. That's kind of fun, yeah. And do we get the deals? Are we part of the nation? Do yes. We, do we know what the promo code is? No. You haven't told us yet. Oh. <laughs> well, I know what it is. So here it is. Right now, first ever Promo code from Fusion Gaming Online is CCO Fusion 5. All capitals, all one word, the letter 5. The letter 5. You know what I mean. The number 5. <laughs> CCO Fusion 5 will get you 5% off all of your Magic Card singles. And also important is when you use that at checkout, you're letting Fusion know that you're that you're happy that they've made a decision to move forward with us in a sponsorship partnership. And if you use that, and then in the comments to the person you buy from part, when you buy something and check out, you can be like, F you guys. Yeah. And they'll get it. Except those CCO guys, because they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, nah, whatever. They, nah, I get fine. people telling me F you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all randomly at events and stuff. It's like, hey, yeah. F you. Where I was at a, at a garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you're out in the nation, if you're going to buy cards anyways, even if you're not buying singles, if you're buying sealed product because you live in Canada and you want sealed product and you want to get it from Fusion because you don't have a local game store, what have you, CCO Fusion 5 is going to let them know that you are supportive of the sponsorship and supportive of CCO and you're a CCO nationalite, so we'd greatly appreciate if you took care of that for us. And you love paying less money for their for cards also. That's what that tells them. I, I do like that part mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So yeah, should we do a deck now? I guess. That's fine. I guess we can. All right, since we're back on good old tappedout.net, we will start with creatures. Creatures? But we're not going to go alphabetically because I screwed them all up by dragging them around. Well, we got a few clumpers anyways. Yes, so. we're going to clump a dump. The, th the first five creatures we have Butt Gasp, Butt Soaked Champion, Grave Crawler, Nether Trader, and Reassembling Skeleton. Essentially, these represent a package in the deck of creatures that we don't necessarily want to die, but we don't give a crap if they die. We have them all on the battlefield, or any two of them on the battlefield. Cast Lord of T, Tresser Daddy, if you will, and he says sacrifice two creatures. So you sack them. We sacrifice a reassembling skeleton and a grave crawler, and we can get them back because grave crawler lets us play it from our graveyard. Lord of, or reassembling skeleton says we can 
get it back to our it's, battlefield. Yeah, you play it from the graveyard. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So Bloodgast is Landfall, get it back. Nether Trader is whenever a creature dies, pay black, get it back. And yep. Bloodsoak Champion is um, if you attacked with a creature this turn, get it back? Yes. So that's easy. Yeah, they're all easy to get. Nether Trader's art, what the fuck is that? Like, where is the Nether Trader? What what part of this? He has shadow you're not supposed to know. But, but I want to know. Like, is this little kind of black smear? Is it like a little person? And this is his arm? I... Right, that is his arm. Definitely his arm. Or is is like oh, that's his that's his face that you're pointing to right now. Is this a face right here? Like, and is that his shoulder? Does he have skin on one arm but a skeleton for the other arm? Yeah, like I got no idea what's going on there. I actually like who drew that. Vance Kovacs, good on you, man. This is a cool picture. That is cool. I like that we both kind of have different interpretations of what the hell's going on. Like the thing in front of what I said was a face. Is that his face? Isn't it wearing a hood? Well, I think this is his whole body right here. And then oh. he's just got a really long arm. You maybe? I think see it different than me. Does he have like a spiky black mohawk? No, that's like just like some hair. No, not that. Yeah, this is his hair. This is his head. And then there's the boobs. And then there's some legs right here because he's wearing a skirt or a dress. Oh, we are on such different pages. And then there's an arm right here. I love the super impressionism kind of art where it's like. This stroke could represent this brush stroke could represent a body to one person or an arm to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. We're going to do the one and only mono blue creature in the whole deck, Will Breaker. That's it. Whenever a creature an opponent controls becomes a target of spell or ability we control, we gain control of that creature as long as we control Will Breaker. Now we've talked about how much this card is super fun, but I could never just get it to fucking work in spell, a deck, but spell or ability. Oh yeah. Or ability. Yeah, so Ooh, we can baby. we can steal some some shit. In we this. should know that's a five mana two three. Yeah. All right. But speaking of not five mana two threes. Oh baby. How, how about an eight mana eight eight in all creatures have double strike and attack each turn if able on Avatar of Slaughter. That card most metalist name in the deck goes to Avatar of Slaughter. Yeah. Most metal set goes to Avatar of Slaughter. If you don't count alliances, <laughs> Lord of Tresor, but that was a Commander Eleven original, original, if you will. That's a, I will. That's a cool card. I like that one lots. Yeah. Uh, how about? I want you to say it. Say it. <laughs> Dio Chan, artful beauty. I don't know. Actually, is it is it Dai Chan? Is it Dao Chan? Dao, Dao. I don't know. I don't know. If you speak. Some form of Chinese, right? I think that's Can Chinese. Cantonese. Uh, I think it's Chinese. I don't know. It's, I don't. I don't fucking know, man. What the? What does this creature do? It's it's a, it's a one one for red three. Of note, it's a human advisor. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it in. I have a foil one. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in. You tap it to destroy target creature of your choice, then destroy target creature of an opponent's choice. Play this ability only during your turn before attackers are declared. Where was this foil? This was foil in Commander's Arsenal in 2012. Holy shit. All right, we got a Flame Wake Phoenix. That's a $22 foil, too. Wow. Neat. Flame Wake Phoenix is another thing that I'm I'm assuming that we're going to be able to get back out of our graveyard. We should have clumped it with those other things. It's uh -huh. a 2-2 two -two Flying Haste. Attacks each turn. Ferocious. Fer ferocious. Ferocious. 
at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control a creature with power four or greater, and we will if we've got the Lord of Tressorhorn, you can pay red. If you do, you return the Phoenix to the battlefield. I think that I might play, I think I play one Phoenix in my Lord of Tressorhorn deck. When it dies, it deals four damage to each player or each creature. Neat. Or each, no, three damage, because it doesn't kill Lord of Tressorhorn. Something how, like that. How about Fumiko the Lowblood? Fumiko the Lowblood, Human Samurai 3-2 for 4. Well, Bushido X, where <laughs> X is the number of attacking creature, and creatures you control attack each able each turn if able. So essentially, if they're blocked or become blocked, they get plus X plus X, where X is the number of attacking or blocking creatures. You mean Fumiko, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that's how that works. Oh, okay. Bushido's, it's like flanking and, what is it, Rampage? At the same time, kind of? Sure. Oh, but it has to be blocked. Yeah. Or it has to block, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Skip it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that one for another card we're going to talk about later on in the suggestion oh, yeah? section. You got one? Oh, baby, do I have a good okay. card for this deck. Okay, good, good, good. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, you do. All right, the next one is another one that has a rad-ass picture on it, and it's Goblin Spymaster. Yeah, this is, this is like a... Is he like a Civil War reenactor, or is he a swashbuckling pirate? I'm oh, not sure what's 100% happening. 100% he's a swashbuckling pirate, and he's got a great big grin on his face, and he's just stealing stuff from people. This is I love this picture. Goblin, Spymaster. 2-1 Goblin for red, 2. At the beginning of each opponent's end step, that player creates a 1-1 one, one red Goblin creature that attacks each turn. No, it has oh. creatures you control attack each combat if able, yeah. Yes, as soon as I read it, I was like, wait, no, that's, that's not what this deck does. Creatures you control attack each turn if able. No, so you see a theme. We've seen two cards so far. We've seen the Avatar of Slaughter. We've seen the Goblin Spymaster. And Fumiko the Lowblood. Creatures your opponents control attack each combat if able. We've seen three. You're yeah, right. I forgot about that Fumiko. <laughs> I skipped it, remember? <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> Checked out. Since we're talking about attacking all the time and we're playing red, everybody should have seen Kazool Tyrant of the Cliffs, a Brando special coming. Yeah, 5-4 five, for 5. So it's kind of on rate because it's got an ability that's good. Whenever, an opponent con whenever a creature an opponent controls attacks, if we're the defending player, create a 3-3... Three, three, Ogre creature token unless that player pays three. This is kind of like red propaganda, hey? Except it's on a 5-4 beater. And it makes beaters. Yeah. Okay, so everybody's attacking. So far we've been incentivized to to for them to not attack us. We've got beaters with Kazool. We've got guys that come back in the reassembling skeleton package that we can block with. And Lord of Tressorhorn has Regenerate. Ooh. So that's excellent for at least blocking one thing because Regenerate does tap it. Mm -hmm. Remember that, everybody. Regenerating taps it. They didn't have that templating down on the Alliance version of Lord of Tressorhorn because he's got a novel of text. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got a Warmonger Hellkite. Ooh, this has got the line, all creatures attack each combat if able. Oof. Attached to a 5-5 five, five flying. Attacking creatures have fire breathing type ability for six mana. The red one, attacking creatures get plus one, plus over the end of turn. That doesn't mean yours. Oh, baby. So if somebody's going all in on somebody else, you could just boost their team and wreck somebody's whole day. Yeah, and it should be noted as well, we've got a bunch of like... I'll say dual lands. We are playing the OG duels. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. We are playing a lot of 
lands that tap from multiple colors. So if we wanted, we could just leave a whole bunch of black up to regenerate Lord of Tressorhorn a bunch of times if we think that we have to. This is a play that I've done a kind of a similar way. Just leave a whole bunch of black up if he's going to die a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> but if if it's like player force turn and they're attacking, not us, we can just tap all that land that we left up that also produces red to just fire breathe our opponent's team when they're attacking a different opponent. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the little subtle nuances when you have a deck like this, like for as long as we have some of our decks, yeah. that you start to learn those little tiny... The little tricks. This is how I'm going to win. And it's very obvious. Like, I can pump somebody else's team with that, but you can start to learn when it's a really opportune time to do it. Indeed. We have a... Also, this guy's do, throwing up the metal sign. That's cool. Oh, he is. In, uh, in Whip Sergeant. Whip Sergeant. <laughs> he doesn't look human at all. He isn't. He is a... Oh, he is. Yeah, he is human. He's what a human hell? soldier. What the fuck? Those are Keldon soldiers, and the Keldon soldiers of that vintage, that's a ninth edition card, but it was probably originally printed like an Urza block. The Keldon soldiers were like uh, an, an experimental kind of genetically modified race of people oh. that were designed to and bred themselves after they're genetically modified they selectively bred themselves to fight phyrexians dang yeah those that's back when the story was good yeah yeah okay All so right. what does it do it's a two one for three target creature gains haste until end of turn for a red or if you have a will breaker you can steal creatures with it oh god dang <laughs> oh yeah you know what else works really good with whip sergeant Hirobi, Death's Whale. Oh, yeah. We haven't played Hirobi in months and months and months. Oh, I love Hirobi so much. 4-4 four, four, Flying Spirit for 4. So pretty good rate. You think that, ooh, it's not going to be very good. Whenever a creature becomes the target of a spell or ability, destroy that creature. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what people are going to do all the time because they forget that he has regenerate? They're Try and target L of T. They're going to target Lord of Tressorhorn, and you're just going to be like, okay, fine, regenerate it. Because regenerating it doesn't target itself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a Golgari Thug. That's a dredge four, so you're on board. Yeah. If it's in your graveyard, you can mill the top four cards of your library and put it back into your hand. It's a one-one for two. When it dies you put a target creature from your graveyard on top of your library. That should go in the reassembling skeleton package as well. So I think sure. there's seven cards in that package now. The, the, the five of them, the Phoenix, and the Gar Golgari Thug. Because you can dredge it back into your hand to sure. play it again for two. Yeah. At the you, cost of, I don't give a shit about dredge. Then you play it again, and then you get the creature back that you milled. and you, It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, next up we have, we talked about dredge. Now let's talk about dread. <laughs> ha! Got there. Whenever a creature deals damage to us, destroy it. We're playing that enchantment as well. Uh, no mercy. We'll get to that in a bit. Yes, Done. that's right. If dredge would die or be put into your graveyard from anywhere, you shuffle it in. So it's a, all those Bruvac decks. If anybody wants to buy seventy dollar Bruvac, the Grandiloquence, <laughs> they can uh, they can get bent to dread. <laughs> but it's another one that disincentivizes people from attacking us. Yes, you have to attack. Just fucking not me. <laughs> <laughs> it and No Mercy are both the same thing. Is it a snake or a bug? Because like it's got scales like a snake and a big snake tail, but then it's got these little weird kind of. 
Oh, tentacles. Let's keep going. Nightscape familiar. Nightscape familiar. Blue spells and red spells you cast cost one less to cast. It's a zombie. It's a one-two, and it has regenerate. Ogre slumlord. Whenever a non-token creature... Whenever another non-token creature dies. That's anybody's. Yeah. Ooh, baby. We get a 1-1 one, one black rat creature token. So whenever we sacrifice shit, cool. When we're forcing people to attack, other people are going to block. Things are going to die. Sweet. We get rats to further block with. And our rats are good blockers because rats have death touch. Ooh. Is what the slumlord says. Just, just your rats, though. Not anybody else's rats. Rats you control. Oh, yeah, just in case, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just in case we run into the person playing two rats in that one deck that we built. Yeah. One relentless rat, <laughs> one rat colony. <laughs> How about, uh, I can never, is it Onyx? Onyx? That's Onyx. Onyx Mage. Yes. Not the Pokemon. I'm sure it's in reference to the... The stone. The stone, yes. Which I think is also why they call Onyx Onyx. Yes. it's made of stone. Yes. I don't know how he could be made of stone and also be alive. Well, maybe it's just his skin that's made of stone, and his insides are made of squishy guts like everything else. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what I always thought. It could be a thing. Then when they come you know, those rock monsters, I always figured they were just, like, regular on the inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they have weird little, like, mechanical sort of rock-based, like, Luke Gil- what is it, Newt Gilberg or whatever those fucking machines Rube, are. Rube, you- Rube Gilberg? Rube Gilberg. Oh, the incredible Adam, machine. If you know the damn machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always figured they were like that, and that's kind of how they kept going. There's just, just like a, clockwork just, gears inside. There was just a cue ball rolling around on a bunch of crap that just kept it going somehow. <laughs> okay, Onyx Mage is part of a cycle, actually. This is the black one. Black one for a 2 1 human wizard. Play, pay black one. Target creature you control gains death touch until end of turn. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. We can target our blockers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't target your opponent's stuff, stuff. to steal it. but Or to Hirobi it. Yeah. So it's kind of a non-bow with Hirobi. <laughs> yeah. That's but fine. It's fine. How about Vengeful Pharaoh? Oh, yeah. 5-4 for Black, Black, Black 3. Ugh. Death-touching zombie. Rad art, hey? That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, cool. M12 special. Why the hell wasn't he an Amonkhet? Uh, maybe he is. Sure. Maybe, maybe he's sitting in Amonkhet right now. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. Let's let's give him a read. Whenever combat damage is dealt to you or a planeswalker we control, if Vengeful Pharaoh is in your graveyard, destroy target attacking creature, then put Vengeful Pharaoh on top of its library. So if it's dead and something is attacking us, we can destroy target attacking creature. Did I, am I close? Yes. Yeah. And then you put it back, and then you can play it again, and then you can kill another thing because it blocks with death touch, as if five power really needs death touch. Then it goes to the graveyard again. Then you can kill an attacking creature with it. Yeah. Then you play it again. Oh, mad, mad political points if we're getting attacked and it's in our graveyard and we destroy target attacking creature that isn't attacking us to save a player. Ooh. Mad politic points there in Lord of Tressorhorn. It's like giving away two cards. No, I'll keep you alive with my Vengeful Pharaoh. Well, they have to take damage first. They have to, you ha- we or a planeswalker we control has to get the beats. So combat oh, damage yeah. has already happened. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> still mad. Okay. Yeah. So, so you can the- still kill the thing that's attacking somebody else. Yes. Like get them off of your back, but. Yes. Dang. We got a Viscera Seer. Oh, Sack of Creech Scry. So that's just going to play into that, that assembling skeleton package. Yes. We've got a Ink Fathom Witch. I love this card. Give it a read. 
Inkfathom Witch is a 1-1 Merfolk Wizard for Demir Hybrid and 1. It has Fear and pay black blue 2. Each unblocked creature has base power and toughness for 1 until end of turn. So you just make all of our shitty 1-1 one, one Grave Crawlers into 4-1s? Yeah. And we just go, oh yeah, I'll get all of these back. Inkfathom Witch, all of them. Or you could turn your opponent's Alpha Strike 100 hundreds into a bunch of 4-1s. Also good. And then, like, first strike them all to death or do one damage Each to them all. Each unblocked them. creature has base power. Yeah, so yeah. not ours. Yeah. Theirs. Yeah. If they're attacking. Yeah. Or t- t- Token McGee attacking Bro McGee, no blockers. Uh, yeah, make all your 1-1s one 4-4s. Four yeah. Did get banned. <laughs> Ink Fathom, which is cool. If I played more Demir in decks, I would definitely play that all the time. Oh, yeah. Look I at really... that creepy-ass, like... Wait, there's like a little skeleton fish on there. That's got to the... be Shadowmore, right, originally? Uh, Eventide, I think? It's got that real creepy yeah. kind of Central European folklore kind of art, but it kind of looks like comic book art, too, now that we've seen the comic book stuff in Ikoria. Yeah. Yeah, cool art. All right, okay, last... We've got two more, and I know you like the next one, so oh, give this one a read, too. I love Nin the Pain Artist. She's a 1-1 one, one for red-blue, has red-blue X-tap. Nin the Pain Artist deals X damage to her creature. That creature's controller draws X cards. That's another one that is going to be good. With a creature that I will suggest when we finish talking about the next creature. And Willbreaker and Hirobi. Yeah. And more political shenanigans in the deck that's making people attack. Oh, don't attack me. I'll kill their blocker or I'll not kill your car- creature. You can draw a card or what have you, right? Yeah. Or I'll kill your creature by dealing X damage to it. You can draw X cards, but because, you know, F.U. Smitty's attacking you, you're just going to die. So those cards <laughs> that you draw don't matter. <laughs> That's a, a common thing in, in Lord of Tressorhorn where it's like, I'll give you two cards, but you're just going to die. Dang. Yeah. Man, I played the Lord good. <laughs> All right. Last creature is a Shipwreck Singer. Shipwreck Singer. This is black, blue, siren for, uh, it's a one, two, flying, blue one. Target creature and opponent controls attacks this turn if able. So on theme. On brand, but, yep. But in blue this time. And it targets, so you could steal it with Willbreaker. Yes, or kill it with Hirobi. Yep. Also, black one tap, attacking creatures get minus one, minus one until end of turn. Really good with Ink Fathom Witch. Because you make them all four ones, and then you kill them all. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, okay, it's it's going to be a little bit of a buffer if somebody alphas us alphas us because they have to attack. But no, next level with, with Ink Fathom Witch. Yeah. <laughs> so freaking good. Creature I would add to this deck, 100%. Absolutely no reason not to is Brash Taunter. Yeah, this is a new Corset 21, right? It's, it's a Goblin 1-1, Red 4, Indestructible. Yeah. Keep reading, Ryan. Keep reading it. When Brash Taunter is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent. Read the next line, Ryan. All right. (laughs) Read the next line. Red to tap Brash Taunter fights another target creature. What? You want to tend somebody real quick with your Lord of Tressorhorn? 100%. Oh, you can do it. Does somebody else have a 50-50 and they're trying to alpha strike you? Doesn't matter. Does that thing trample? Oh, that's, that's cool, bro. Because it's going to be way funnier when you get 50'd by my fucking goblin. Oh, man. Oh, he is such a house. Brash Taunt. Okay, so is dealt damage. It deals that much damage to target opponent. So it is dealing the damage. Yep. 
Ooh, I know how I would abuse this in my Lord of Tressorhorn deck, and I think you do too. Yes. Whenever it's dealt damage, yep. I have two ways to abuse this really good in, in Lord of Tressorhorn. Oh, I love that card. If you're not playing those in your red decks, jam them right next to your Blood Moons. It's so good. All right, we're moving on to the Instance and Sorcery section. Good thing. Before thing. we before we go on to Instance and Sorcery, totally forgot. Blew our load on all the announcements. Big thank you to Philip Detinger. Detinger? Detinger. It's his deck. He submitted it in 2017. Philip Detonator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do some Instance. Sure, There's we got three. three of them. There's Pongify and Rapid Hybridization. There's Removal that gives people 3-3 three, three lizards and monkeys back. Tainted Strike. Taint. Love the taint. <laughs> the, the, the strike, that is. Black. You like, you like getting struck in the taint? Yeah, 100%. It's going to kill you. Sure. It's going to kill you. Black. Instant. Target creature gets plus one. Oh, baby. And gains Infect. So that's a one pump jump done with Lord of T. Yep. It's classic. I'm sure we're going to see that on the EDH Rex stock page. 100%. Yeah. Uh, one sorcery in the deck. It's Curse of the Swine. Oh, yeah. I like this one. This is Blue Blue X Exile X Target Creech. For each creature exiled this way, its controller gets a 2 2 green boar. I wish it said pig, but it says boar creature token onto the B. The next altar I'm going to try and commission you to do for huh? the altars that show up every Thursday on our Facebook page is you should paint, instead of that lady, you should paint Kermit the Frog, and he's looking very concernedly around. <laughs> or if it's one of those not safe for work, work altars, you just have a giant rod. Yeah, because there's pigs everywhere? Yeah, that'd be sick. I get it. All Kids right. these days aren't going to get that, you know? They they're not. You don't everybody knows Kermit the Frog. Well, everybody knows Kermit, but he doesn't like not everybody knows that he's got a ham for the ham. Well, Miss Piggy and Kermit, they're like a thing, aren't they? Like well, are they still not pop culture icons? My my kid, albeit he's 2, I'm sure he doesn't know who Muppets are. But he fucking will. He might. I don't like any of the Muppet movies, and I don't watch Muppets, they're not on TV anymore. What about those Muppet books I gave you? Uh, we haven't read all those yet. Yeah, see? He'll know. Yeah, maybe. Oh, he'll know. He'll be maybe. a big Kermit fan, too, because he's a smart kid. How many Enchanties do we got? We got lots, We got eh? lots of them. 23? 23. That's real life? That's real life. It's almost like there's some stack stuff in this deck, right? Oh, yeah. So let's let's bang through these as, as, as we can. We got Attrition. Attrition. Pay a black, sack a creature. We don't care about that. Destroy target non-black creature. Cool. Bedlam. Creatures can't block. <laughs> Collective <laughs> restraint. Collective restraint is a hidden gem from the block that will always keep giving. Mm -hmm. Right? Invasion, plane shift, and apocalypse will always continue to give the commander format gems. Mm -hmm. Gems. Collective restraint is blue three. Creatures can't attack you unless their controller pays X for each creature, where X is the number of basic land types among lands we control. This is propaganda or ghostly prison for one more mana, but it could tax them a whole ton more. Yeah, for, for three, or if you were to play something like a, what's that, a chromatic, not chromatic lantern. Ah, I can't think of the damn thing. Dryad of the Elysian there, Grove sure. makes this into... Ghostly prison, but five mana. Yeah. Yeah. Very so cool. Very, very hard to attack through that card in a four or five color deck. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we got another one with Rad Art in 
Curse of the Nightly Hunt. Yeah, this curses a player. Creatures enchanted player controls attacks each turn if able. Super duper boss card from Tempest. Douthy Embrace. Douthy Embrace. Douthy. <laughs> you got it? Douthy. You, you, no, you heard you. it? Okay. Black 2, you pay black black. Target creature gains sh- shadow until end of turn. So steal it, kill it, or sneak your Lord of T in for 10. I love doing all of those things. All of those things are excellent. Steal it, kill it, or give them the 10 incher. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Dissipation field. Whenever a whenever a permanent deals damage to us, you bounce it to their owner's hand. So that's kind of permanent. like no mercy. It's kind of like dread, but it bounces it. Yeah. Cool. All right, how about uh, energy field? Prevent all damage that would be dealt from sources we don't control. Prevent all damage dealt to us from sources we don't control. So you can still kill yourself with an earthquake if you're really looking to do that. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, in CCO Nation. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that we do. Typically, we look. Okay. When a card is put into your graveyard, sacrifice energy field. Why are we playing? Is this just, just like to get value early game? Like, what is this? It keeps people from attacking you for a while. I suppose. I mean, it's kind of like a, what's that land everybody likes so much? Glacial Chasm? Yep. It just keeps people off of you at the risk of you, maybe if you have a slow start or something. This would keep you in the game for a while. All right. I know there are hard locks with that where you just, like, exile everything from our graveyard. Like, does rest in peace affect us? Uh, yeah. Yeah, rest in peace energy field or whatever makes it so we can not put stuff into our graveyard makes that a hard lock on, on non-combat damage. Dang. Or damage we don't control, sorry. Yeah. Uh, glistening oil. That gives enchanted creature infect, so that's another infector for the Lord of Treasurehorn. At the beginning of each upkeep, you... Or each of our upkeeps, you put a minus one, minus one counter on it. So it'll it'll eventually die, but you put it on, you attack, you kill somebody. That's how it works. And once the thing it's attached to dies, it goes back to your hands. You can play on something else. Oh, yeah. Lots of getting value and recursion in the deck, right? How about Grand Melee? Oh, yeah. All creatures attack each turn. All creatures block each turn. Duh. (laughs) That blocking part, hey? (laughs) I just put this card into a deck yesterday. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Fuck, I think I had heat stroke, man. It was so goddamn <laughs> hot this week. Man. At the end of each combat, destroy all creatures that blocked or were blocked. What? That blocked or were blocked. <laughs> yeah. So if creatures are involved in combat in some way that had blocking involved, well, kill them. With grand melee, it just kills all creatures because all creatures have to block. Everybody blocking, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's pretty good. Uh, invasion plans. This is each creature blocks whenever able. Oh, good with heat stroke. Yep. Okay, so they all have to block. Attacking player chooses how each creature blocks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Not a very uh, good plan. No. Not a very good plan, it turns out. Yeah. All right, uh, Keldon Twilight. Kel- there's those Keldons again. They're, They're up everywhere. To, up to no good, man. Oh, from the block that keeps giving. There we go. Is that the Phyrexian Tower in the background there? That is Some the Keldon, Keldon Necropolis. That's what? that's where they go when they die. Sure. And, and the Twilight is when they all come back alive to fulfill their destiny in battle or whatever. Oh, that's what shit. Twilight's Call is depicting, the, the card. Oh, neat. Yeah, those are Keldons. They're coming back. Always up to no good. At the end of each player's turn, if no creature attacked that turn, that player sacrifices a creature they control at the beginning, since the beginning of the turn. Yeah, so like you can't, you don't, if you have no creatures, play one, but it doesn't have haste, you don't sack it at the end of turn. 
So you do have the opportunity to attack the thing. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. How but about... if you just didn't want to swing, well, you're going to have to pay up, sacrifice yeah. your shit. Here's a card that went immediately into my to buy to buy list in Coskin Falls. When I was doing my g- 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 shameless plug, shameless shill for myself, when I was collecting my entire set of homelands, I went to FusionGamingOnline.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought the most expensive card in the homelands expansion. Cuskin Falls. Oh! <laughs> I could have saved 5% had I used CCO Fusion 5 promo code. Oh, <laughs> there, there we go. There Cut it there. is. There it is. So this is Black Black 2, because not everybody's going to know what this is. Enchant World, so you can only have one Enchant World on the battlefield at any one time. Right. You know, because in case somebody's playing Concordant Crossroads, also an Enchant World. Sure. Yeah, okay. During your upkeep... Tap, target, untapped, creature you control, or bury Cuskin Falls. That means sacrifice. Yeah, it could actually be useful if all creatures have to attack and we don't have a profitable attack. We could use that to our advantage, but the real reason we're playing it, no creature can attack you unless its controller pays an additional two whenever that creature attacks. So it's ghostly prison. It's literally ghostly prison in black with so good. an extra mana tacked on and an extra drawback tacked on. <laughs> but it's and it's the most expensive card in the fucking set. At, at, <laughs> at four dollars. It's like eleven or twelve. Is it eleven yeah. now? Or was it yeah. four when I was looking at it on oh, the list? Yeah. Whatever, it's still eleven or twelve. I'd buy yeah. it in a second. March yep. of the Machines. Oh, CCO staple. Yeah. Classic. Four mana. Each non artifact, non creature artifact. Is a creature with power and toughness each equal to its converted mana cost. People going to be pounding in there with their soul rings. <laughs> yeah, for one. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine killing somebody with a soul ring? Oh, f all the people that are running like mox diamonds, moxit, mana crypt, treasure oh, tokens. Yeah, you're just baller. I'm so good at magic. Look at all my awesome. Co- yeah, march machines. Kill them all. <laughs> Can you imagine if they had like a glorious anthem on the battlefield? <laughs> they flashed in Dictate a Heliod in response to your marching machines and then they pound you for one with their mocks. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh man, how mass hysteria. Ooh, I played this card to great effect in the Commander Championship in Vegas. This is red enchantment. All creatures have haste. Period. Full stop, hey? Yeah, man, that that's, a, that's a good one. Changes how the game is played, right? It changes like Hirobi changes what magic is. Mass Hysteria changes what magic is. Yeah, man. Yeah, and for one mana. So good. Turn one, Mass Hysteria, go. And it costs like 48 cents. Oh, yeah. As opposed to Concordant Crossroads. Which oh, no, you go to LGS, they'll now. be giving you 48 cents to take that card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got No Mercy. We talked about it lots. We'll say there's some good art on here. That's cool. Like, like cool it art. or not. Yeah. Uh, next up is Pain Magnification. Ooh. Yeah, this is a Dissension. Uh, yes. Sure. Black, red, one enchantment. Whenever an opponent is dealt three or more damage by a single source, that player discards a card. Huh. Now, if you three them with a creature, 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 do they discard for each one of those? Yes, because it would trigger whenever they're dealt three or more yeah. per creature. If you hit them for ten, they don't discard three. They discard one. Yes. Yeah. So just whatever. FYI. We, we should have lumped these. This is Phyresis. So, sorry, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to be doing this now. Yeah. It gives Enchanted Creature Infect, sure. Propaganda, should have lumped that. We already talked about that. Yeah, it's fine. Total War. Total War. I thought this was War's Toll. Lots of the same letters and sounds. 
whatever. We'll do Wars Toll after. Total oh, War. look at that. You didn't clump them. <laughs> Total War enchantment. Whenever a player declares an attack, destroy all untapped non wall creatures that player controls that didn't attack. Okay, fine. Wars Toll is kind of like that as well. Whenever an opponent taps a land for mana, tap all that player's land f also. Yes. And if a creature an opponent controls attacks, all creatures that opponent controls attacks if able. So if you're gonna if you're gonna go in, you gotta go all in. Yeah. That is the kind of magic that you and I do appreciate. That is all in magic, and that's a beautiful current card in foil. Yeah. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is y you actually play those two cards. Yeah, I do. In, probably in multiple decks. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate magic like that, like the all in kind of nature of it, but I very much like playing against that card because I. I'm all about all-in magic, so I'm going to do what that card is telling me to do when the opportunity presents itself, like with Lord of Tressorhorn, and I have another maybe profitable attack to take out two people, where it's like, everybody else is like, oh, fucking worst toll, I can't hit it. <laughs> right? And I'm just like, oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up we have Vampiric Rites. That's uh, early game enchantment. Just black, you go black, one, sack a creature, gain a life, draw a card. That's and a Zephyr Charge is the last one. Target creature gains flying until end of turn. For blue one. Yeah. Steal a thing, kill a thing, give evasion to Lord of T. Yes, all good. And lastly, we'll do some artifacts. Arties, yeah. Do Let's do some mana rock clump. There is no mana yeah, there, rocks There are no deck. mana rocks in the deck. <laughs> This is this is a deck after my own heart. No Sol Ring, no fucking what is totems, signets, none of that crap. Not, not, not a single fucking one. Not a locket. Not even a key rune. Not even one of those things that makes cards of a certain color cost less. Oh no, there was the uh, Nightscape Familiar. That's not a rock. That's a creature. <laughs> Not even, not even the the diamonds, the charcoal diamonds, the moss diamonds with the hairy arms in the picture. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember the seventh edition moss diamond with the hairy arm guy? Moss man holding the moss All right. diamond. So okay. what what uh, what do we have that are pseudo stacks pieces? I'll let you do them, then I'll do the the kind of Lord of Tressorhorn pieces. We've got a crawl space. No more than two creatures can attack you each combat. That's an artifact for three. That's a good one. We have a pariah's shield, which looks really good with that brash taunter. Whenever damage is dealt to you, it's dealt to the equipped creature instead. It's oh, an equipment for and five, and you equip it for three. Brash taunter's indestructible, too. That's right. That's it. Hard lock. And then we have a torpor orb, and that stops creature enter the battlefield abilities from happening. So Lord of T no longer loses you life. And makes you sack dudes. He, he no longer tees you. Yes, he yeah. just lords you. That is a Lord of T special, but also that is a fairly powerful stacks card. Powerful yes. stacks card. You'd be, until you play a Torpor Orb or to greater effect a Hushbringer, yep. you do not really understand how powerful those effects are. Yeah, because... I, they are overlooked like, a lot. It's it, it stops all kinds of things. It stops... Crater Hoof, Avenger of Zendikar. It stops everything that draws you a card on ETB in black and green. It stops... Aristocrats. It stops aristocrats. Uh, oh, no. Hushbringer stops aristocrats. Yes. Because she's the graveyard one. This oh, is the yeah. ETB one. But it stops Soul Sisters, which yeah. sometimes go in aristocrats' decks. Yeah. If you shut off half the strategy. 
Torpor Orb, very powerful. Just super good card. And then we've got a Skull Clamp, a Swiftfoot Boots, and a Lightning Greave. We all know those. Yep. Nemesis Mask is equipped creature. All creatures able to block equipped creature do so. Costs three to equip and to play. So that one, actually, that one's kind of cool. You could kill a bunch of creatures with Lord of Tressorhorn. You could give them Infect, kill a bunch of creatures. You could give them Death Touch, kill you, a bunch of creatures. You like. could give them Infect and then equip Nemesis Mask to your reassembling skeleton. And then plow yeah. in, yeah. Yeah, pound in there. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Uh, we've got a grappling hook. Grappling hook. If creature gets double strike. Ooh. Ooh. So twenty damage with Lord of Tressorhorn is good. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. You know what? Like, how often do you attack somebody when they're at less than twenty? Like often, half of the game. Yeah. Really, probably. Yeah. That just kills somebody. You don't need commander damage. You don't need infect. You just twenty you, them. You just actually kill them. Yeah. <laughs> just like, kill them the old fashioned way. Yeah, you stop them from breathing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Also, when equipped creature attacks, you may have target creature block it this turn if able. That's another one in the theme of just like attacky blocky type Yeah. I the, wanna control it. Sometimes you can get somebody's shitty mana dork or their creature that they're trying to hold down. If you're playing against my mono mutate deck, you can kill the mutate pile. Right? Yeah. There's all sorts of uses for stuff like that. Very cool card. Okay. It, it costs four to equip and to play, though. So Ooh, that's lots. Yikes. Yeah. And the last one is an Inquisitor's Flail. That's two to cast, two to equip. If equipped creature would deal combat damage, it deals double that damage instead. Nice. So that's a replacement effect. It doesn't do ten double strike and then ten regular strike. It, instead of doing ten on Lord of Tressorhorn, it just does twenty. Yeah. So that's relevant sometimes, but wait, there's more. If another creature would deal combat damage to a creature, it deals double that damage instead. Yeah. Same rules apply, but remember, Lord of Tressorhorn does regenerate. Yes, and so. he doesn't give a fuck how many times he dies. Nope. That's the deck. That's it. Now, some lands of note. There are dual lands in here. There are fetches. There are shocks. We've outlined a bunch of what it costs, and if you cut them in the budget section, which I think we should look at right now. Okay. Okay, just quick. The deck, as it is, $1,611. Wowzers. Way more than mine because of that expensive land package. But you know what we say, you don't need to play them. Hell no. Okay, so take out the dual lands. That's $1,094 off the budget of this deck. In three cards. Literally put basics in. Basics, shocks if you got them, but Hold basics on. will work just as well. Just wait. There's five more expensive land cards in Volrath Stronghold, Sunken Ruins, Scalding Tarn, Polluted Delta, and Bloodstained Mire. Sure. So we cut those, 183 more dollars come out. Okay. Almost half of that is the Scalding Tarn. Yes. <laughs> We play all three shocks that this deck could play. Now, yeah. lots of people have them. They're not that expensive, but if we really want to like go to town on the budget of this deck, 35 more bucks right out of the deck, play basics. And then you can use, you know, the fabled passages that just got reprinted. You could use Evolving Wild Terramorphic Expanse. Sure. It's fine. We're not looking to play the ultra speed game. And if we are, maybe we'll just prioritize playing basics out of our hand to like play Lord of Tressorhorn faster. I, I don't know. Yeah, but you don't need lands like that unless you're you're really going to try and beat the, the land speed record, which you're not going to do because you're not playing rocks to accelerate you any faster than exactly, that. Exactly, exactly where I was going to go with that. Now, with those, you know, $1,311 cuts, <laughs> $1,311 came out of the deck in like 11 cards. Sick. Cool. New budget of the deck, 
$300. (laughs) And a lot of it is just, just garbage. (laughs) I love it. There's a lot of $5 or $10 things just because they're older, niche, never been reprinted. You know, stuff like Crawl Space is expensive. Yeah. The Pariah's Shield is a few bucks. And you have a few four five dollar cards in a deck or a whole bunch of two dollar cards you're gonna run up a budget of 300 bucks yeah when we say 300 bucks people are like oh my god but really if there's you know if there's 30 cards that are two dollars like what's a two dollar card individually not very much money it's oh it's a two dollar card whatever it's like a throw-in in some trades right yeah but when there's 60 or 80 of them it's it makes the deck sound like it's a lot now just for reference my lord of Tressorhorn deck is 240 bucks so this one and and I don't run the duels. I don't run shocks or fetches or whatever. I, I think I run a couple shocks, right? But I don't have as many two and five dollar cards in my deck because right. I play a lot of junk creatures that want to die. Yeah. So like that's what a deck costs. And my Lord of Tressorhorn, you can probably speak to this. It it kills people left, right, and center. Yeah, just plays Chandra's Ignition and wins. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a very sound way to win. I don't know. It's, it's good. So speaking of sound ways to win, strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. Where do you want to start? Strengths? Sure. Keep it on the positive, hey? Yeah. Fast commander kills. You just touched on it with the Chandra's Ignition Infect thing. Just kill somebody. Yeah. Done. You can just wipe somebody off the face of the earth right away. Yeah. Which is both a strength and a weakness. Uh, strength of the deck, weakness of the... Meta. The meta. meta or, you... or playability, because once you've done that, sometimes you'll get bogged down and people are going to get answers for your Lord of Dresserhorn. Now you've got somebody who's been eliminated from the game on turn five and the game drags on for another two hours, you don't get to play no more. Yeah, here, you know what? Let's let's flip over and do all the weaknesses, then we'll end on a positive with the strengths. Okay. Okay. S- weak to spot removal, sp- sp- especially, particularly when your meta starts to understand how Lord of Tressorhorn is going to kill them. Yes. Yeah, which is exactly what you just said. Yeah. And further to that point, if that happens early game, despite them packing hate for your deck... You kill one player, some draws, you know, turn four or five, they top deck their removal, then Lord of Tressorhorn dies, you can't kill anybody else, and then you've got a player sitting out. Yeah. yeah. Not the, and decks like this where you're playing the the stacks game, if you don't have all your pieces in place, but you set it up so all of the creatures have to attack, a lot of people are just going to pound you into the dirt. Yeah, and when you're playing in casual and you land like a crawl space or some other staxy type, staxy feeling piece then you're a target because you're stopping people from doing what they want. Yeah. So you got to you got to know when to play those pieces and when you know you have to politic and when you just got to take your lumps, right? right? And because the the deck was built to not have a ton of tutors in it cuz I don't think there are any. There's none. It, it's sometimes you can have a mitt full of stuff that just makes combat insane but no way of making it good for you mm-hmm. apart from having the biggest creature and Sometimes that can turn around oh, on you. Or apart from like using your voice to dissuade attacking, which Ex- yeah. not everybody is comfortable, familiar, proficient at. Yeah, and yeah. that's a lot easier to do, again, with the Brash Taunter. Weakness of the deck, no Brash Taunter. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. This is the kind of deck, and this, flipping back over to strengths, I'm not sure this lands somewhere in the middle. This is the kind of deck where, because of all the things that we just said with the stacks and the combat tricks and the removal for your commander, this is the kind of deck that every month, every set release or so, every four days with a set release, yeah, you could tweak and tune the deck. Even if there's nothing new in that set, just take a look at the deck, run through the list, what isn't working, what's good, what's getting you targeted a lot, switch it out, keep your opponents kind of on their heels. 
always tweak and tune it always up that's what i do with mine and that's why i think it's so successful in the meta because there's so there's so many spots in here where there's stuff that's really good but you could definitely switch it up for something else switch the attack package out with something else switch out you know something some recursion pack with something else something that targets some other thing just maybe it's not working for you maybe you have too many attack every turn things like yeah just take out some of those redundant effects Could turn up the control knob one day and add in you know the the toxic delusion there and the damnation and take out the you know whatever package take out the the devastator put the devastator of devastators play brash taunter i'm not coming off of that <laughs> i will not rest until there is a brash taunter in this deck okay i will not strength of the deck can run brash taunter yes there it is <laughs> <laughs> strength of all red deck Ooh. okay plays the politics until it's able to kill you i think that that is just it's so fun to just do that and to like i like running bad cards yeah and it's funny right like i guess that's what the show is about sometimes. yeah that's it's why just, we don't and and your decks are always so flied so pimp and so good and like you i spend as much time trying to figure out how to play fucking dirty old beat up bad cards what are you talking as, about me you, you, your decks are always good. What do you mean they're always good? Well, what I mean is they're always so pimp. They look so nice. Well, you they've... got altars. You got you got foils. You got alternate art stuff. And I'm I'm over here like, oh yeah, I found this on the floor of my kid's bedroom, and it's folded in half. But I want to play it because it's the only copy I have. Oh. I want to play it in this crappy deck that I'm making. I was looking for a goblin recruite yesterday. Well, just, I think it was actually yesterday. And what I found in my commons box, I just have a box with all my commons thrown in it. Yep. I found a goblin sharpshooter. Oh, yeah. And the front had like a little nick in it. And it's like, oh, well, that's too bad. That was a nice goblin sharpshooter that I have. And I looked at the back, and it looks like <laughs> it's got stuck to somebody's shoe with a piece of gum. <laughs> and they just walked to school with it and shit. Oh, it's in such bad shape. So now it's in Muxes. I was going to say, did you put it in a deck? 100%, 100% I did. I double sleeved yeah. that shit, put it in Muxes. <laughs> Is it the only non foil in Muxes? Oh, man, Muxus has, like, no foils in him at all. Oh, he's dirty, stinking goblin? Dirty, stinky, rotten goblins, yeah. Oh, excellent. I even bought a an MP goblin recruiter for it. It's all beat up and oh, shit. Should have oh, got yeah. HP. HP they minus. Didn't, didn't have one. Oh. I would 100% get one that's just trash. Yeah. One that came out of the garbage. No sleeves. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, no man, sleeves. if I could play Muxus with no sleeves, I 100% would. No, that's yeah. it. Yeah. But unfortunately, some of the cards that I wanted to run, I only have foils of. And that's oh. not me flexing. It's just... I love my goblins, so meow, meow, that's meow. how it is. Final strength. Strength. Budget for commander deck, sub 300, you could make this deck easy. That's budget for commander deck because no individual card is going to be super expensive. And it's one of those cool decks that gives you lots of stuff. If you ever decide to take it apart, you're going to have stuff for other decks. And I think this is a really big strength of it. It's a fun deck to play that you could play in virtually any meta. You could take this to a store with a bunch of people that you didn't know. Hey, we're yeah. going to play some casual fun games. Cool. Here's Lord of Tressor. Yeah, we're going to play some casual games and baller, b blue ballers, like, oh, I'm smarter. Here's my Urza deck. Oh, but trust me, it's just seven. And then he ramps out on, like, on turn one and you you fucking kill all his artifacts with your marching machines <laughs> yeah. and then you drop Lord of Tressorhorn and then you just infect him on turn five. Oh yeah, yeah get out of here, budget Urza blue baller. I'm smarter than you. Fuck off. Are you talking about Lenny? No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, F you Lenny. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about him. I'm just talking about the random guy who thinks he's smarter than the table because he says his Urza deck's a seven. Yeah, he, sure. thinks, he thinks people believe him. Yeah. I, you know what? I think it's been our mission over the last three years to make people not believe people that when they say they're seven.
Well, that's because when you they say what? it's a seven, they're lying. Every deck is a seven. You know what that actually means? Fucking no deck is a seven. Yeah. It's the... what? Is that the, 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 the cat in the box? Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, where it's both alive and dead at the same time. But you don't know if it's alive or dead if the, the, the box yeah. is closed? Yeah, and if you don't know, then... Shro- it, this is Schrodinger's deck. Yeah, because every deck is a seven, therefore no decks are sevens. Yeah. The only way to know is to open the box, play the deck. Ooh, look at that metaphor. Oh, man. Oh, Lord, of metaf- <laughs> Lord of the Metaphorn. Lord of Metaphorn? Lord of Metaphorn. Got there. Wow. Oh, that was all. Oh. Hey, should we go to Spice Calculator? I thought this was going to be a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with it, Ryan. All right. Well, popularity on EDH Rec. 130 deck lists. That's 16th among his Grixis peers. That puts him right below the pairing of Ludovic, Necro Alchemist, and Vile Smasher, and right above Gwendolyn DeCorey? DeCorsey. Corsi. There's an S in there. I'm wearing glasses, and it still looks like a C. I'm going to... Whatever. Gwendolyn. <laughs> Gwendolyn. Everybody knows who Gwendolyn is. $180 Gwendolyn, let me add. Wow. Dang. You can get a Lord of Tressorhorn for a, a, like a cool $3. <laughs> 17 Canadian, of course. Yeah. But. Average CMC of the deck, 2.98. Look at that. Wow, we that yeah. curve. That hey. is. Ooh, baby. I think mine's even lower, actually. <laughs> I got a little bit more instant speed stuff in mine. Regardless, tutors, none. Cards different than the stock. Lord of Tressorhorn, pay edhrec.com. Uh-oh. 51. Holy shit. Because we're playing all those attacky things. Yeah. Instead of, like, zombie tribal, because he's a zombie. Cool. Yeah, right? I like it, yeah. Yeah. So... You punch it all into the spice calculator, you get a spice rating, and we're going to round up here. 69. Oh! Like it. Yeah. I'm yeah. a fan. 68.8, which is also a cool kind of number, but... But you round up. I round We like up. round numbers and here And if we want to round up, you know what? Let's go all the way to 70. Fuck it. <laughs> it's with honors with distinction. Sure. <laughs> You know what I think we should do also what this is week? Because we're over time anyways. Let's just do it. I think we should bring back card of the of week. week. Well, that's a good idea. We haven't done a card of the week in a great number of weeks. You know what the card is, Ryan? Lord of Tressorhorn? Brash Taunter. <laughs> Let me tell you about Brash Taunter because it costs 96 cents and it will win you games. So if you're playing red, get a Brash Taunter and put it in your deck. Brash Taunter can be yours. From FusionGamingOnline.com, <laughs> your source for all of your Lord of Tressorhorn needs. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, it's a huge help to us if you use promo code CCOFUSION5. 5% off all your Magic Card singles and the assurance for Fusion Games that their partnership with Commander Cookout Podcast is a- And it is. <laughs> sell them out of brass taunters. <laughs> You're going to go on to Fusion now. All the Brash Taunters are going to be sold out, and they're all coming to your house. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I'll play it. Hey, man, I don't care. I'll play it in every deck that plays red. I love Brash Taunter. That's it. So Remember that time? Remember that time not so long ago, Ryan, where we used to not argue but discuss heatedly how good Smothering Tithe was? And you're like, no, it's not very good. And I'm like, no, it's good. Well, here we are with Brash Taunter, Ryan. Here we are. I didn't say it's bad. Oh, I, th- I bet you were thinking it. You were probably thinking it was bad. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's I think it's a notable upgrade from Stuffy Doll, which a lot of people compare it to. Yeah. You are limited to decks that do include red, where Stuffy Doll isn't. 
like that, but it just instead of dealing one damage to itself, it deals like a hundred to itself. Yeah. If you want it to. Yeah. Look at the flavor text. Even the flavor text is good, eh? You hit like a cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> and you this again, here's another altar. I'm cutting it again. We could put it up on the altar page every time on Facebook. You can have him giving that guy the finger. Oh man, I'm gonna run out of middle finger cancel soon, and we can do middle finger brash dodge. I'll draw long hair and glasses on them that look just like you. Oh shit, yeah, dude. Oh, see now I want that. Oh yeah. Now I want that. I got a full art one at home that's not foil. It's coming to your house. It's coming to my it's house. Work it. All right, that's sweet. It. All right. Is there anything else we want to talk about, or are we get are we getting out of here? Well, we said thank you to Fusion. Really excited to work with them. Watch the YouTube page for some YouTube, uh, some more YouTube announcements and podcast, of course. To move to video format if that's something that you're interested in go over hit subscribe ding the bell do all the things yeah, what all, are they doing to the like button all hail the bell and just take a dump on the like take a dump lawn. on the like button yeah there we go <laughs> yeah, there it is. give us the final thoughts of the day big shout out to my boy lord of Tressorhorn. big shout out to philip detinger for the deck always a pleasure to talk about stacks for you the 10 inch lord for me what I call him? Tresser Daddy? Tress Daddy. <laughs> Give us the final thought of the day. Final thought of the day, we have another classic EDH deck from a few years ago even. So it's it's classic in that way too. It's lots of fun. It combines a lot of elements of magic that both Brian and I, and we assume you all as well, really like. Into a package again, when we can go out and play in the wild, this would be a good deck to bring along. Thanks to Phil for sending it in. We really appreciate it. If you have a list you'd like to hear featured on the Ark of Good Vibes, we're going to keep doing this as long as people need us to, so we're going to keep doing it for for a while. A good long time. A good long time, and we have no reservations about it because we're enjoying it as much as everybody else seems to be. So big thanks again to FusionGamingOnline.com. Check them out when you have a moment. Remember the, the promo code? Hit him with the promo code again, Ryan. CCO Fusion 5. Fuck yeah. We'll mention that from time to time, probably on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!